You're listening to Paint the Town podcast with your hosts, LA Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of. What is up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in today. And today, actually, Teacher's out of town. And uh, he's actually, I believe he's in Florida, but I'm not quite sure. And uh, he sent me a message to uh, tell the audience today. So uh, let me let me just get to it real quick. Podcast listeners, uh, I'm out of town, but we have a very special guest host that's going to be coming in, our friend Homo Riot. So please give a listen and uh, let us know how it goes. Peace. There you go. Welcome. Welcome. Hey. Yeah. We got a live audience today. You invited us here because you told us about uh, you guys, you're putting together a show. Yes. You know what I mean? So uh, why don't you go ahead and tell the audience a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're opening tomorrow. It's uh, The Streets Are Queer. And uh, these are queer street artists that are active on the streets right now in uh, in North America and um, from really everywhere. And uh, we've got some some members of the crew here right now that we're going to talk to and get to know a little bit, but... Well, real quick, we're here in downtown in Los Angeles, actually, man, and it's like on Gallery Row, basically, right? This or Skid Row. Is, or Skid Row, yeah, exactly. Gallery. <laughs> it's, if you go outside, man, it might be a sketchy little area sometimes, you know? <laughs> it's kind of like awesome. You pull the, cur- the curtain, and then you walk into this beautiful gallery, man, you, you know, and it's, it's like... Yeah, there's a lot of pink going on here. We do a lot of pink. We are, we're very familiar with pink. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, tell us a little bit more about the show. You said you, how did you meet, are these all artists you've met before? I mean. Well, I mean, they're all artists that I have respect for and that I've been following. And, and uh, But yeah, many of them I have met before. Um, some of them are local. Some of them are artists in New York and, and, and all over. Um, and yeah, we just. I mean, I'm recognizing some of them on the wall, actually. You know, we got our boy Jeremy Novi, who's been yes, on the podcast a couple times. He, I actually own one of his uh, pieces, actually, Excellent. man. I mean, um, you know, whenever you walk around SF, I mean, you know, just on the floor, like it's I said, there's so many, there's so, there's so many homeless people actually out there in SF. A lot of times, it's just like kind of like a nice little like uh, ray of sunshine. I feel like when you see one of his koi's on the floor, yes. you, you know what yeah. I mean. So like. When I actually met him, let me, let, me, let me tell you a little funny story, actually, man. Um, you know, you guys kind of look a little bit similar. I had somebody last <laughs> night. I, I was out last night, and somebody walked up to me and said, oh, I thought you were Jeremy Novi. And I was like, that's so wild. You know? <laughs> so let me tell you something, actually. You know, you know, in the street art game, there's a lot of, like, anonymous going on. You, you, you know what I mean? And that's one of the reasons why we're doing this podcast, too, right? To bring, like, a voice to, like, the art that you see on the streets, you know? And what's funny is that, you know, at the very beginning, the first time Jeremy came on, um, you know, like I said, we just invited him. And because there's not too much information, I guess, flowing from your community to our community, we literally thought that he was Homo Riot, actually. But we ended up doing a whole Jeremy Novi podcast, man. So when we actually had you on, man, I mean, I didn't want to, like, tell you the story right there. You know what I mean? But like I said, it was such an honor to meet you, man, because I've been seeing your stuff in the street for so long. And then, like I said, we were very excited to talk to Jeremy, too. You know, we managed getting, you know, he's like a regular now on the show, man. But it's just like kind of like a funny side story, man. You know, you get confused for him all the time, man, I guess, right? (laughs) He's coming up in the game. Sometimes our work uh, seems seems similar on the street, too, I think. And then so it's funny that we're also 
<laughs> maybe physically uh, look, similar. Well, he was he he was explaining to me in uh, your community, you call it a, a bear, right? You, you know yeah. what I mean, right? Yeah. He, he goes like, you know, we're like we have beards, and then we're kind of like furry, and then sometimes we go rawr, you know, and then he cracked it. <laughs> I love it, man. That's hilarious, you know. But yeah, no, I see some of his poppers on the walls, man. And uh, he was also telling me some about his, some of his uh, drag queen stuff. Y- yeah, you know what I mean. So uh, yes, why don't you tell us a little bit about more about these other artists, man? That are uh... right. Well, um, actually, I actually have a, a local uh, boy here sitting oh, next no. to me. So we will. Uh, oh no. We can start with him. <laughs> this is Horn Doggy Dog right here. Yeah. What up, Horn yep. Doggy Dog? What's up, chilling. <laughs> Welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you. Uh, are you from LA, man? Um, yeah. So I'm awesome. From, yeah, uh, born and raised in LA. Um, I lived in San Francisco for ten years. Nice, and, nice, uh, nice. Now I'm back. Okay, okay. Back here doing my thing. Yeah. Nice. What part of LA did you grow up in, man? I grew up in the Valley, like from San Fernando proper. Okay, so you're like, a Valley cat, then. Oh yeah. Okay, nice. nice. I grew up in the other Valley, SGV, man. Yeah, oh, San man. Gabriel Valley, basically. So yeah, your Valley's popping right now. Y- yeah, yeah. exactly. You know what? I actually moved out. Uh, I, I like I moved to OC. I'm like a deserter. I feel bad, but I still spend a lot of time <laughs> in like my neighborhood. Still, you, you know what I mean? But how how do you? Uh, what's the difference between S? I always want to live in SF, man. You, you know, but. Uh, I have a lot of friends from there, man, and uh, you know I spend a lot of time in East Bay. And um, uh, basically, uh, what do you think the difference is, man? The difference is like it's walking. Like, <laughs> like in San Francisco, you walk everywhere, so it's like it feels like um, I don't know. As far as like street art, graffiti goes, it's like uh, you know it's easier to be seen there. Whereas in LA, it's like people are driving everywhere. They're going really fast. You know, you've got to either do more stuff or bigger stuff or yeah. both yeah 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 definitely or or just like yeah exactly more stuff you know i mean just just you got to know where people are actually like driving exactly yeah. like you catch one spot where like a million people drive by it's going to seem like you're way more up than like you know it's it's all like i don't know people like, are stuck in traffic in la man so they get they got oh, a lot, yeah, dude. A lot yeah, of time to look at big things you know you know, you know i mean the distances yeah yeah exactly yeah, so which one of this uh, stuff is yours, man? Can can you uh, kind of point it out to me? I mean, I'm sure the listeners, um, yeah. they can uh, Google it, yeah, you know. Hold you know. This, hold this for a Let me just grab a piece. All right, awesome. He's grabbing uh, kind of like a mini canvas. Oh, this is dope right yeah. here. I like that. It's like a little, <clears throat> like little dog moniker. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Who do you, what, is this a character? That's like a character. It, yeah, well, like the whole thing started off of like, a, like this whole like a... Uh, I was taking like a bunch of like uh, art classes. I was an art major okay. in college. And um, where'd you go to school? SF State. SF State, nice, nice, yeah. nice. So like, I don't know. I was like taking a bunch of ancient art and st- ancient art stuff, um, doing like some printing, and um, I don't know. I got really into like iconography and like kind of just wanted to create something that was like like my own kind of like yeah yeah definitely you know, I, I like it because it, it kind of looks like bubble letters too you, you know well, what i mean like i think it's a one liner like the whole it's kind yeah. of it's like this is like this whole base is like a one liner yeah and then like i add the glasses that's a line so there's like five five lines in this in total like the whole thing is i want it to be like effective it's, it's this whole formulaic thing of like being visually effective but it's like <laughs> totally no, definitely. Like Venice Beach a lot, right? Have What's you up? Been out at Venice a lot lately. Oh my god, I paint Venice all the time. Yeah. It's like yeah. <laughs> so how, how's the game work out in Venice? There's so many walls. People like. You know, or there's so much art. Like, what's the rules to that, man? Can you, just, you don't want to just go cap somebody, <coughs> right? You, you know what the I mean? The rule no. is like there used to be a lot of like you hang out, you know somebody, 
now it's like a free for all. Like as long as you like take a photo, like the person isn't there. Like what you know, if the person's there, you can ask them. Do you mind if I paint over it? Like have you flicked it? Like can I paint I, over? I mean, it? what do you mean the person's there if the artist is? If the artist is there, yeah. Like if you walk up and someone's like you know hanging around, like they just finished up, you might want to ask them, or <laughs> right. or if they're painting and you want that wall, you, know, oh, okay, you might okay. say, hey, do you mind if I paint this? So but, it's like literally a free for all kind of like as long as they're not there. Like just finishing up. If it's the next day, you can actually go and like uh, do something. Or I'm, I'm just curious. Like, oh for yeah, you can just roll up like whenever. I think I, I, I'm pretty sure you can go. Nobody's gonna get mad at you for 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 capping them or anything like that. I'm just curious. I've never, like, how the culture I've is. never had that. Uh-huh. But I think out there, I mean, it's, just expects it, right? You it's just, not. Yeah, but it's, it, not but it's not also not impossible though. I feel yeah. like it's like. I mean, there's dipshits that are gonna get mad about everything. You know, hey, <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? <laughs> so it's just yeah. like I didn't. I didn't say it's 100 percent safe. You didn't hear that from me, but like, <laughs> it's you know, for the most part, yeah. I guess you could just go whenever. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, man, there's some <laughs> good lettering out there. You know, a lot of like wild style, like freehand stuff going uh-huh. on, man. You don't see so much like stenciling and like wheat paste out in Venice, no, right? No, not too much. It's no. Owned by the every so the often, and stuff, huh? Well, yeah, they used to have like a Tiki J that was up on top of a little Tiki J statue mm. uh, on one of the on the pyramids, but like you know, yeah. Well, yeah, we paste is up. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, you know, what are some of the, what are some of the artists that uh, uh, are getting up out there? I remember some dude out in Venice. Oh, what's his name? Can I, let me ask the producer for it real quick. What was that guy that was painting on the rocks? <laughs> what's his name? Do you remember? I don't know. Uh, Bo? Putting you on the spot. There we go. <laughs> no. Anyways, uh, no, I'm just wondering, like, how do you f- how does it feel about, like, when, like, graph writers are pinning on, like, the... the uh, rocks? The, the, the rocks. I, I'm yeah. just curious. You, you know what I mean? Like... going to not pass judgment on that, but I do. Go for it. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Bo Spencer, shout man. Shout out to Bo Spencer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's a pretty dope artist. <laughs> he's been doing some cool stuff out there, man, in Venice. But anyways... Okay, no, so... So I want to introduce you to somebody else. Yeah, definitely. This is. Um, so we met Horn. So we met Horn Dog. Yeah, yeah. Yes. All right. This Hello. is. Um, this is Hugo Girl. Nice to meet you, Hugo Girl. Okay. Hi. Hello, LA. <laughs> How are you feeling tonight? Tell us about yourself. Hey, where are you from? Where are you from? I live in New Orleans. New Orleans. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. No, I, I've visited New Orleans before, man. How's the weather out there? It's kind of n- sticky out there right now. Yeah, it right? never floods. <laughs> we have amazing weather year-round. It never gets hot. It's barely ever cold either. Hey, today in L.A. is like a perfect fucking day, man. Like, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? It's like, god damn, I live for fucking times like these. But anyways, um, so how long have you been out here today? Did you just come out here for the show? Yeah, came out here for the show. Nice, nice, yeah. nice, nice. Um, Tell us a little bit about your art, man. I mean, uh, which which one of these is yours? Okay, so I'm like a little messy right now, and I mailed my <laughs> stuff here, and I'm okay. just mounting it now, so it's over there on the floor. It looks pretty incredible. This is a podcast, so I can say whatever I want. You can right? yeah, say right. whatever the fuck yeah. you want. Oh man. wow! I mean, I mean, oh wow! Look at that. We're, we're, we're not going so to censor you, man. There. We're not going to censor you. Like um, literally, say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, it's pretty much a Rembrandt. <laughs> <laughs> It's a podcast, so let's just say uh, well, we got a, we got a green monster hand kind of looking. Well, I mean, listen, I'm Hugo Girl is 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 very modest. This this work is incredible. He's been doing it all over, like all over the world or all over the country. Wherever I can get away. Okay, with it. all right. Um, I first saw it in New Orleans maybe five or six years ago. Uh, it's this amazing zombie hand with some funky nails always. Yeah. And originally, she was holding 
uh, a cell phone. Is that right? Was that yeah, kind of a lot of like broken cell phones. Yes, this like yeah, really kind of tragic cell phone. Tragic but, cell phone. But on it it says. It's my gender identity. Uh, Tragic cell phone. Okay, there. <laughs> uh, you go, girl, or hey, girl, go, or what? Like what? All mostly that? I mean, you go, yeah? girl. Yeah. Yeah. But then I kind of branched out. Like this piece over here on the floor, actually, it's like a green hand holding a brick, and then it says, "The first pride was a riot. Know your power." And so I made that actually for a show at the Brooklyn Museum, which I think is just coming down now, but it was up all summer. Yeah. Which was like about 50 years of art since Stonewall. So they included me in the section, which was about kind of more radical like art that is without permission and is more in the veins of whatever, throwing bricks at yeah. pigs. So, so yeah. let me ask you, um, you're talking about Stonewall riots, right? Can you tell the audience a little bit about that just because like... Yeah, it was like a super fun party. It was started <laughs> by Taylor Swift, actually. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, she was the first GBLT activist. She was sponsored by Bud Light. Hey, I... <laughs> Real cool. I want to get back to Taylor Swift, man. I I have this. Are you like, a fan? No, I, I mean you know whatever. More power to you know. She's very she radical. makes money for the music industry. She's trans. It, it, it. She's trans now. She's trans. She now. did that. Yeah. <laughs> really? No, I'm just saying real quick. I I have this theory like she's a lesbian, man. You, you know what I mean? Like she she. I likes, bet you wish. No, 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 no. I'm just saying she sings all these like heartbreak songs and things like that. And she's always hanging around. Don't that, make like, us pull up your that, search that history. Model, <laughs> Anyways, I guess I'm outnumbered here. <laughs> but tell us a little bit You're about You're highly the outnumbered. <laughs> <laughs> tell us a little bit about the Stonewall riots, man. Um, tell us, breeders, about the Stonewall riots, man. Well, breeders, <laughs> it was a long time ago when gay people couldn't do what they wanted. And there was a lot of different things that happened, and there's a lot of different versions of the story. But let's just stick to the main one, which is that Marsha P. Johnson, who is a trans woman of color, who is also a sex worker, uh, allegedly started the riots because there was cops raiding this bar, which was Stonewall, which is a really shitty bar that I went to when I was a kid. I grew up in New York. Um, snuck in there when I was underage and got free drinks. Anyway. Because um, <laughs> you're cute. But at the time, oh, thank you. Um, I'm inc incredibly handsome. Okay, this is also a podcast. a podcast. I have a face for radio. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Stonewall. <clears throat> um, yeah, it was a shitty gay bar. Is run by the mob. And the mob treated the people who went there like shit. And then one day, the cops raided it. Uh, I can't remember exactly why, but people finally had had enough of being treated like shit. Well, and maybe you can help me out here. I'm sure that Dusty can 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 uh, chime in too. But I'm not a historian. I I'm a graffiti that artist that dropped out of high school. So <laughs> I think that the timing was related to um, election, and that there was a city councilman or the mayor or something was going in to get reelected or elected at that time. And when they were going in, they they encouraged the police department then to crack down on vice just before the election. So it looks like, oh, look how look like they are. Taking a bite yeah. out of crime. Right, yeah. so, but also, uh, I think the bar was always getting like, uh, like paying off, like cops and any of the councilmen or whatever in the area. Yeah, this is. It's a complicated story, but here, Dusty. Anyway, I would yeah, encourage would, anybody would, who wants more information to, to Google that. Well, there's the, the facts of the story, there's the mythology of the story, and sometimes they mix together. We're so, about to get a good explanation so whether, right now. Could, okay, this is Dusty Rebel, by the way. Hi, okay. everybody. I'm Welcome, Dusty. I'm literally juggling multiple Dude, This guy's right amazing, now. man. He's actually filming the podcast and par a participating on the podcast at the same time, man. <laughs> I have a taser. And, <laughs> I need, oh, he's holding some probe, man. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Can you hold this for me? Should I tase 
<laughs> don't ruin the audio. <laughs> this is the audio. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You now have an audio credit in the I film. Mean, very important. Yeah. Okay. Now there's some other's name in the credits of the film other than my own. Um, okay, so where are we going? We're, okay. we're, first so yeah, there's, we're a mixture, yeah, there's the mixture, right. there's the history, yeah. and then there's the mythology. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whether it was, by most accounts, it wasn't Marsha P. Johnson that threw the first brick or shot glass or whatever it was. Most people who were there said she showed up later, but she was there the first night. Whether it was Stormy Legere, who was the lesbian bouncer or her job changes all the time. You know, the stories change. The truth, the point of the matter is, um, partly we want to know the truth, but also queer people have been denied our superheroes and our own myths and our legends. Sure. So if people have a story about Marsha that's not true, sometimes, you know, it's, it's myth building too. So um, the truth of the matter is there were trans women there. Sure. And they did... They did fuck shit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. did lots of other queer people, and mostly a lot of like the most marginal parts of the queer community. Sure, sure, so. sure. No, it, you know what? I mean, I, I, my 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 history is not that good too. But I think like in American history, they make like a uh, uh, a hero out of the person that first took a shot at the the redcoats or something like that. I, I mean, uh, you you know. Well, you know, complicated stories. It's easier exactly. David's actually our historian here, so he uh, sometimes yeah. knows. <laughs> I was also, though, just reminded that it was the day that Judy Garland died. Oh, not, I see. Right. Maybe. So, so they were all, they're every, all well, they were real upset. I mean, the, the Judy aspect, you know, people debate back and forth to what level that has to do with, but it has to do with how much anyone reacts to any celebrity who, who dies. But um, there is a first-hand account that they were showing a Judy Garland film in the stone wall when the police did confiscate the projector. Um, but one way or another, immediately, Judy was immediately um, associated with the Stonewall riots. I see. And immediately, there were there were performative funerals that would go on about Judy. And to this day, the drag march, which ends, first of all, the, the drag story, drag march was expelled from the Pride March at the 21st, 25th anniversary where the corporate, stone, uh, corporate pride wanted to expel the drag queens and the leather community, and they basically, they started their own march. So the drag march actually ends at the Stonewall every this? year. Uh, well, it was 50 years ago. <laughs> Ninety-four is the twenty-fifth anniversary. Okay, okay. Twenty-fifth so anniversary is when you have the, the rise of the Dyke March and the Pride March, uh, the, the Drag March. But the, to this day, the Drag March end, ends at the Stonewall, and they sing somewhere under the rainbow. So, um, it's linked. So we have gone down a rabbit hole. We no, 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 no. It's, hey, you gotta, you gotta under no. a gay rabbit hole. Oh, Welcome I, to no, the Friends of Dorothy meeting. <laughs> no, I, what I love is I learned two things right here, man. First of all, I learned a lot about the, the Stonewall riots. And secondly, I didn't even know that Judy Garland is a gay icon, man. I mean... What? The, the Names. You have proven that you're straight. <laughs> the fuck? Beyond... Yeah. No, this is what I'm saying. Is so she like straight. the first share? Like, I'm just saying, like, you know, because like, mean, like, I mean... She's maybe not the first. She's not gay or anything like that. I just, yeah. <laughs> no, but she had a problem with pills, and she always looked great. So. Okay, so she partied, basically. Yeah. Okay, I, I see what you're saying. And then, like, you know, Wizard of Oz is... I, you know, I can see it's a kind of like an ally movie. You, you, know, you know what I mean? Which which one of the? I think the lion's kind of gay, right? <laughs> a little bit, right? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Anyways, knows? all right. So uh, uh, let's. Okay, let's we're getting sidetracked. I'll help you out here. <laughs> I'll help you get out of this rabbit hole. <laughs> thank you. Um, anyway, the reason that I made this piece, yes, and the words that I put on it, 
are to remind people that the first Pride was a riot and not just like a shiny, shaved peck of a man who shops at Abercrombie and Fitch. Very mm. good. And waxes his balls. Yes. Which, you know what, whatever, do what you want. But, you know what I'm saying? So I think that, like, for me, and I think hopefully some of the other people in the show, part of what we're doing is reminding people that queerness isn't just absolute vodka and it isn't just something that can be bought. It's something that people fought for and it's still a fight. And I think that representation, like in all forms, especially forms that aren't just corporate, are really important, especially now where the American dream kind of makes, you know, you've made it when you become an ad or a product. Mm. So anyway, that's what a lot of my work is about. I love it, man. It looks very cool. Bringing up those topics and not just assimilation and cleanliness and that we're like everyone else and that we get married and, you know, have nice jobs. Because that is kind of like the mainstream view of gay people. I think that like, it's important to remember that it was criminalized and I think I relate more to that element coming from where I come from in my life, so. Sure, I mean, you're, you're from New Orleans, right? You well, know? I'm from Brooklyn originally, okay. but I've lived in New Orleans for a but, long time. No, I'm just saying in the South, some places like, you can't even drink on certain days, man. I, well, I, I, actually, in New Orleans, you can drink outside <laughs> well, yeah, whenever I mean, you want. Yeah, New Orleans <laughs> is different, you, you know what I mean? Of course, yeah, it's like a, a big easy, man, right? But uh, I'm, I'm just saying, like, a lot of people don't realize, like, 50 years ago, like, things were totally different i mean like you know things are still very segregated in la even like things oh, yeah, are for sure things are very segregated in la actually we all live in our own boroughs you know i'm from san gabriel valley where all the asians and mexicans live basically right you know what i mean and it's kind of just still like that because historically it's been like that too so it's awesome to uh, uh you know have so many cool artists here man but we want to talk i want to say one more thing yeah. about you go girl and i you i may, love the name by the way man to, oh yeah uh, it's a long story <laughs> You may or may not want to talk about this, but I know that that when I was with you guys before, with you and Teach before, we talked a little bit about uh, run-ins with the law. Yeah. And I think that You Go Girl just recently had a run-in. I mean, this is this is not an artist that's just playing it safe, right? I mean, they're going all over, getting up Definitely. really high, going all over, and doing big, you know, like big pieces. And um, so, anyway, I don't know if that's something you. I'm want to a talk spicy about, bitch. Yeah. No, no, no we love that. Words. We always say on this podcast, man, the currency. Here is street cred for, for street art a lot of times, you, you know what I mean? And it's like, how much do you get up? Who the fuck are you? How many people know who the fuck you are because of your image, you know what I mean? And uh, it's just like, hey, man, a lot of times there's no, you know, not a lot of money in street art a lot of times. It's about the guts and the glory and the street cred, you know what I mean? So uh, I've done much worse things for money. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, uh, I don't know exactly what that question was, but about getting arrested, sure. I yeah, mean, right. I mean, just what was your most recent experience with uh, that? Well, that was just stupid. I mean, I was being a dumbass. I was, like, putting up that wee paste, actually, in Brooklyn, and it was in March or something. In Bushwick was, area? No, it was in Red Hook. Okay. Uh, but it was, like, during... I mean, it was, like, not late enough to really be doing that, and it's a pretty big piece. But whatever. It was just silly. The irony was very strong, because I just gotten into the Brooklyn Museum, and I'm from Brooklyn, so, like, whatever family I do have that, you know, can put up with me was like, yeah, we're at your opening, great. The next day I'm putting up wheat paste and then cherries and berries, cherries and berries, you know, just got arrested. And I was like, you know, of course I wasn't like, I was in the Brooklyn Museum. But it was just funny because, you know, in this world you think, oh, yeah, like, I've made it. I am in the museum. I'm doing something with my life. And then yeah. the next day you're, like, in jail for, you know, well, at least you're a day and a half. Of, kind of for your art, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it was very poetic. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you we romanticize that, right? You, you, I don't you know. No, I mean? not really. I've been arrested enough times. But no, I, I guess that. that's what you were referring to. <laughs> yes, yeah, it wasn't yeah, your yeah, first yeah, rodeo. Just, you know? No, not my first rodeo. 
mural that you and Jilly did. Yes. Sorry. So it was a legal mural you guys did, but the second, ver the first one with you and Suryani was yes. here, and the second one was with Jilly, and I thought that the, the phrase that Jilly painted, be the brick. Be the brick. I was just talking about this recently with people, that it doesn't matter if a brick was thrown. The point is that we have to be on guard and be prepared to be the brick yes. in the future. That yeah, the, that's right. These battles aren't over. There's still lots of issues that it, it's not over. Just yes. because we can get married, which could still be taken away. Right, anytime, um, right? There's still a lot to go on. And one of the things that our community did well was learn how to organize themselves and fight back and fight back hard. Yeah. And that complacency can't be, we can't be complacent. We have to know how to continue because they're coming for us yeah. and they'll keep coming for us. So um, I love that the second one was Be the Brick. Be the Brick, yeah. Uh, while we're speaking so about her, uh, uh, the other artist that I did that mural with was Jilly Ballistic, who is also in the show. Um, I'm looking at one of her pieces right now, which screams fewer walls, more dikes. <laughs> which is a that's an important message too. I like so, that. I like yeah. that. Awesome, man. We know hey, you well, like it, that. You mentioned it earlier. So, exactly, yeah, exactly. It's my thing, man. <laughs> Free it? love. Love is love, man. <laughs> All right. And real quick, I don't want to. You know what? So yeah. I just got back from Amsterdam, right? Yeah, and right. I, I posted a uh, picture of your. Uh, Did you see something? What are your stickers? Oh, that's at, right. You saw me. I was well. I was. I was wondering. I was staying at Hotel Iron Horse. Okay, and then it was like right. I, I would say maybe you were staying there too, or something like that. But anyways, it was kind of like I saw one of your one of your stickers, right? And I noticed that someone had peeled one of the faces right, off. Right. They fucking hate and it. And I noticed that like in a lot of your pictures, like they do that all the time. Yes, like yes. they don't want to fuck with it. They just want to peel like one of them off, I, man. What the fuck is up? They want to take the like lips off. So like the men don't look like they're kissing each other <laughs> or, you know, they, they, they will spend so much time. I guess they get their keys out and they're like, yeah, I, no, I'm just wondering. Yeah, it's just like, you know, it's not the, uh, the person that's the graffiti removed because they would just no, no, try no, no, to no, remove no, it all. Right? You, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, they're actually just trying to remove no, half of it, which is like, it's, it's done. All worldwide, people are trying to do that to your right. art, man. So this boggles my mind, man. Like, you know what I mean? It's like there's idiots everywhere, and they think the same. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> but anyways, let's uh, who's who's next? Gonna, we got Diva Dog next. Okay, Diva. Uh, you know what I was gonna say? I um, I put up a lot of stuff next to Homo Riot, and I have a little sticker, a little sticker of my dog, my gay dog, with little rainbow colors on it. How do you know uh, Gage? What? How do you know your dog's gay? Just curious. Oh, he, I love it, by the way. He was, was probably awesome. bi, but um, it was based on my dog growing up. Um, <laughs> he'd have sex with anybody. Uh, nice, nice. Okay. But I made him gay in my version. Nice. But I put up my sticker a lot, and, and I ones that say I'm gay, you know, exclamation point, so just so you can, you know, be obvious. Um, but I put them up a lot next to uh, Homo Riot, and, and then I'll go back and I'll see it, and they like destroy his thing, and then mine's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is like every time. So I'm like, it's know. yeah, they, the yeah. aggression that comes out towards yeah. your work is crazy. Yeah. I want to catch somebody doing it one day. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to like, I would love fuck to know them. I just want to yeah, talk to them. You know what? Um, there we go. That's, yeah, good. that's a good idea. <laughs> so, yeah. so. So we've got Diva Dog here. We didn't give yep. Diva Dog. A, oh hey, hey hi. Diva Dog's a got the mic. Uh, yeah, let's, uh, uh, my socials welcome. are Diva Dog LA. Everybody, hey. everywhere. Just uh, got this really hi. cool John Lennon glasses on this rainbow dog right oh. here. Yeah, are based on based on uh, Prince's Purple Rain. I you know I used it's my my For dog sure. growing up, and then I threw on some Purple Rain. Uh, I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah. See Prince, another gay icon. That I mean, you know, obvious. That's a little more obvious, man. Yeah. But hey, you know what? I, one thing is, it's like I want to be your lover when he first came out, right? Yeah. 
it was like, you're like, damn, is this a guy or girl? He's got a mustache. He's sexy. You know what I mean? I'm like I've, confused. That falsetto <laughs> voice. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? And I always thought that's kind of cool. Prince, that Prince, Prince wasn't gay? Well, oh, yeah. no. no, no. I don't think Pr- Prince was like a dwarf, icon? first of all. Maybe. Like, you, you know what I mean? And actually, teacher has a, a teacher's wife actually has a backstory with Prince, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, so apparently uh, a teacher was telling me one time that uh, his wife met Prince when he was, she was like 14. You know, his wife was like a supermodel yes, back in the day or something. Yeah, woman, yes. And then, uh, <clears throat> so he said like, hey, contact me uh, when you're 18. So uh, she did contact him when he came back to uh, the concert. And then um, basically, uh, so they hung out. And he, so when they hung out at the limo, right, he was with like two... Uh, you know, two chicks in the back of the limo that had like, you know, the, some Princess Leia shit going on. You, you know, I mean, nothing but like gold, you know, and, you know, he, it makes him look taller if he's around like just tall chicks, actually. Okay. You, you know what I mean? So, she, you know, she, they never, you know, they went out as friends and they would go out a few times, basically. Right. And then um, <clears throat> so basically what happened was like every throughout the years, uh, he would just send her sometimes selfies of like him. Like, you know, at nighttime, you know what I mean? So, it, and, you know, it's just so sad because I guess he got into the uh, Mormonism thing or... Um, I, oh, he was a... Uh, 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 Jehovah's Witness. He was Jehovah's Witness. Jehovah's Witness, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. He was, like, and then, and then that, though, Yeah, and he, he kind of, Michael like, pushed Jackson. a lot of people away at the at later on in the end of his yeah. life, but yeah. it's just kind of like a funny con- teacher connection there. Yeah, shit, man. That shit's fucking scary, man. Sacklers, they need to go to jail. Jeez, you need man. To pay a lot of money for that. I mean, the fentanyl, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm afraid to do like some certain drugs right now, man, because I don't want to get involved with any of that, man. But, anyways, Diva Dog, man, Diva let's dog. get back to your. Uh... Yes. <laughs> Hello. So, so, where are you from originally, man? Um, well, I was born in the Bronx, but okay. uh, moved around a bunch just from my dad and his work. And But I went to high school in Philadelphia and then went to college in New York, and then I came out to L.A. like 15 years ago. So. Okay. Um, but, uh, but my dog came around about two years ago. I had been doing a lot of work with graphic arts, uh, design stuff, and I was like, well, I should do something for myself. And I always, my, my, I had a dog growing up that was a beagle, and it, like he was, you know, in a way, growing up as a, a queer kid, and Suburban Philadelphia, you know, uh, I went to an all-boys school. It was, you know, Fine. not not the. Um, in some ways, it was great, um, but in other ways, um, that's awesome. Man. It was tor- uh, that must be like a field day. Dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if, you're, if when you're comfortable with being gay. I don't, I don't know how this all works, dude. Or do you like we'll discover you're James. being gay? Yeah, oh, I'm just saying, like, well, you know, when you're, uh, <laughs> it's not not 100 great when you're in the closet. But, yeah, 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 um, yeah. I'm just saying. Anyways, we don't have to go. In, in some ways, it was great. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Um, but, uh, no, I, I got a dog when I was 15 and, uh, got my dog when I was 15 and he was just like, you know, it was a little beagle and he had a big bark and he was fiercely protective and loving and, you know, and kind of being, uh, gay, it just felt like, um, he was like on my side always and, you know, he, he like fought that. against anybody really to get in between me and some, anybody really. So... I always wanted to do something with him and with his image, and I, you know, he really, you know, just I wanted to just like, as it came about, I want, I, I wanted to put something out. I said, oh, I, you know, maybe I could put something on the street, 
maybe he could be a little dog that kind of is out on the street and maybe some ways he protects people or maybe he makes people smile or you know a, a lot of the times it's rainbow it's the rainbow color and it's really it's um, there's a Philly pride flag which has the black and the brown and so my my dog incorporates the black and the brown I'm just looking up at a yeah thing. We're just looking so up the audience at the understands um, we are currently sitting under like a 30 foot no. tall <laughs> no a four boy four rainbow. by four it says I'm queer I'm just queer. To, to hit that you know right on the nose there it's a queer art show um, so it has the Philly Philly pride flag which incorporates black and brown and then there's, uh, on the other end is, uh, is a trans flag and I just wanted you know I, I had somebody comment on a post one time I'd put a sticker up I was traveling in uh, Phoenix and somebody had found it and posted it and said and they just put a tag like if you know you know something to that effect and it's like yeah if you know those are the flags and you know what they mean then it means something to you and that's really in a way something I wanted to do that I hope somebody would see or somebody would walk by and they'd see the dog and it would maybe make them smile and it's like oh I see myself represented on the street so that was that was something that kind of I love that story that man yeah, yeah exactly there yeah. You owe me Coke, man. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, no, that's pretty cool, man. You know what? Like, just me being very ignorant, I usually feel like you know, queer art is associated more with cats. You know. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So now it'll be a. Beagle. We've got a cat lady that's gonna come along. You know, what I mean? so it's we'll kind of cool to see yeah. a dog like yeah. in the mix. You know, I mean, I'm totally a dog person, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, but anyway, yeah, dude. Thank you for. Sure. We, we, let's let's move Thanks on to the next artist, man. We yes. got a lot of dogs. We got we got a, we got a horn dog. We got a diva dog yeah. in here, man. I think that takes care of our dog portion. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So next we have. David Puck. Hello. Hello, Hi, David. David Puck. This is so weird I can hear myself in the headphones. Yes. Yeah, we got this nice accent right here. Yeah, thank you. I like it. You know, as Americans, we're always fascinated by accents, man. Yeah, people trip out on it here. So I'm from England. Um, Yes. I think most people can tell. Some people think Australia. But... um, (laughs) Yeah, everyone always mimics it back to me, and I maybe you'll do it at some point. Well, oh, I, I you feel like now I f- that I've pointed I f- it out. I, f- I, f- I feel like you're from you're from London, That's London good. town, right? Yeah, closer to hear. London, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> the I love doing was accents, great. man. Yeah. Plus, I'm pretty sure most Americans do think that the whole of the UK is London. I see that. That's true. That's true. You know, yeah. no, I mean, I took a trip to Liverpool, and uh, you know, I went to Manchester as well. I haven't been to yeah, the south. suburbs of London. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go. Well, I feel like, what do they call them? The Skags, right? Uh, Scouse? Scouse. Scouse. Scouse, that's, Scouse. that's what yeah. they call Liverpool, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm a huge Beatles fan, man, so it's kind of like a, it was a great trip. But anyways, yeah, uh, nice one. you're from around London. No, I'm not. I'm from the countryside. Okay. So I'm from a place called Hereford. It's okay. mid- by American standards, we're still very much connected to cities, but sure. by English standards, we're like in the middle of nowhere, absolute you, sticks. Are you in Wales or? On the border of Wales, on yeah. On the border of Wales, yeah. okay, okay. So uh, that's where I'm from, uh, but I haven't lived there in about six years. I've been living kind of all around the world. I was in like South America for a long time. Wonderful. I was in Berlin for a long time. Berlin is where I started painting. Berlin's kind of like a popping spot right now, right? Yeah, people love it, like from all over the world, but especially in Europe, people are flocking there because of... Uh, creative energy that it has. Uh, so yeah, it's a great place. I Party just came from there. <laughs> I went there once. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's there's so many spots there. Like yeah. all the the parties are crazy. It is, man. This shit lasts forever, man. Like yeah. I wish you could have like a 
three-day party. Like, you know, here we have festivals, right? You got to go home at like 11 o'clock or 1 o'clock or something like that. In, in Berlin, man, these clubs, they go on for like three days straight. I don't know how people manage it, honestly, because I have friends. A lot of drugs. No, <laughs> well, I have that friends that do it sober. They're like Friday to Monday, they won't leave the club and they'll what be they sober. <laughs> I honestly don't know. My limit is like a day and a half. Okay, hang on. I want to ask you. I, I was just in Berlin this summer, too. Did you go to the club that's under Bergain? Uh, Panorama Bar? Like where the lab, yes. Oh, the yeah. lab. The, the lab. Girl knows. I just, <laughs> I just went there. Have you been there too? This is Hugo girl singing. We're not allowed to talk about okay, no, we're we're not talking about it. But no, I I went, I went for a fisting night. Oh Great. my god. Okay, so wait, 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 wait we, we got back we'll, up with we'll the audience back. because not everybody knows what's going on. So Bergheim is this club that there's this crazy, uh, you know, the best DJs, techno DJs in the world go there, and then it's very hard to get in if you're a. Uh, uh, <clears throat> You know, they, they have a bouncer there that is kind of like, you know, they don't let certain people in. But if you're usually gay or if you're wearing black, you know what I mean? They'll kind of let you <laughs> let you in. This is what I hear. I yeah. mean, <laughs> that might work. I mean, also sometimes it's just a crapshoot. Like, yeah. like, are they going to say yes? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's like there's this whole, like, we were talking about mythologies earlier. And people get, like, you're, like everyone talks about Berlin all the time. And that was part of the reason that I didn't go there as much when I was there. Because you get kind of sick of hearing about sure. it. Yeah, right? yeah, it's, it's true. Like, it's let's true. just go to another club. But it's definitely... It's interesting, and the the main bouncer, like he's a mini celebrity now. Yeah, yeah, he has like, like book deal and stuff like that or something, right? So yeah, but I asked the Germans who this guy is. Have you seen this guy? They're like, we have no fucking idea who this guy is. You know what I mean? So anyways, I don't mean anyway, to cut you off. Yeah, I didn't mean to. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. I just heard. Yeah, so you said yeah. No, you I love talking bit about Berlin. Berlin. Berlin is where I started painting. Um, it's like one of my favorite cities in the world, and yeah, it's great. So I'll happily talk. About awesome. It. Have you been to Tresor? Uh. It's just another one of these cool, kind of cool clubs. It's My like, memory is so yeah, bad. It's like in a power plant. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. In Berlin, they have all these cool clubs where it's like, it's like, Tresor is like an ex-fan uh, factory, where a manufacturing plant where they, the DJs are behind like fucking cages, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, uh, you know, it's like crazy shit, man. You walk in and there's like some dude giving another dude a hand job at the bar kind of shit going on. You, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. hardcore shit like and this that, you, and that's you know definitely what, I mean? what what draws me to places like that and i think what draws a lot of people to places like berlin is the sense of freedom the hand jobs and it, the hand <laughs> jobs definitely <laughs> number one uh. <laughs> sorry i'm inappropriate no i love it um uh <laughs> hand jobs and schnitzels <laughs> I think uh, the sense of freedom that you get there. And Definitely. I think you get that a little bit in LA compared to other cities too. There's a bit more space here. You have a little bit more room to breathe, but it's like um, you can do whatever you want. And every space in Berlin basically has a fetishy vibe to it because I think that, and I'm in the fetish community too. And like part sure. of that is about freedom and about acceptance. Yeah. And I think with queer street art, with drag, with so many elements of queer culture, it is about that. It's about come as you are, come who you are, do what the fuck you want and don't let people like try and limit you in any way. Definitely. Yeah. And I think the energy, um, I mean, obviously Berlin is changing a lot now and people will say differently, but for me anyway, that's the energy of the city still is that you can like, be who you are and do what you want. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about your art because it's amazing. Oh yeah, I do uh, art. I Dave, about that. <laughs> uh, David does amazing murals um, all over. Very, very uh, right. Yes, uh, I'm <laughs> sitting. I'm sitting in front of one right now. Yeah, I think I'm a bit of a misnomer uh, in this group because I don't do illegal work. I just do murals. Um, hey man, that's part of street that's art. That's on for, the street. Yeah, yeah man. For I us think Ellis Street Gallery, like. We, 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 we try not to put so many rules on 
you know, we're like, hey, it's outside, it's on the street, man. Like, it's part of public art, street art, you, you know what I mean? So uh, don't don't feel that way, man. Oh. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't feel bad about it. I think it's just, um, it's a different it's a different place that you're coming from when you're sure. doing it. And I think what's interesting is how those two worlds are coming together. Well, obviously, like, a lot of muralism came out of illegal street art. So I think those conversations are a good one. And I was thinking about this when Hugo Girl was talking, is that like the type of work that you do when you have permission or not is different. Yes. And there's different types of queer work that you can do. There's the like absolute, like, fuck you, queer as fuck, this is who I am kind of work. And then there's the kind of stuff that I do, or the majority of what I do, which is a little bit softer. And um, sometimes it's for everyone. Sometimes it is just for queer people. There'll be a lot of like coded messaging within it. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, one of the things I'm really doing at the moment, I do a lot of drag stuff and a lot of queer culture stuff, but the, what I'm focusing right now is all about mental health yeah. and uh, specifically mental health in the queer community. But I think sure. that then is a message that is important for everyone in the world and something that everyone can take from. So I am interested in like how how queer art and queer street art and street art in general, how that then relates to different types of audiences and how we can be having queer conversation in our community, but then have it also be relevant to people outside of it. Because I think one thing that we found in this conversation is really interesting, like all these, the things you like that are so obvious and normal to us about queer culture, about our history, <laughs> about ourselves. And then you're like, oh, Judy Garland, what? And then. <laughs> Because it's easy to forget, right? We're no, in that's what I'm saying. Sometimes world. we live in uh, like an echo chamber, you know what I mean? It's just like people who think like us, you know what I mean? And that's why, you know, honestly, I was I was thinking today, uh, originally I had no idea there'd be any women here, actually, which is it's actually fine with me. There I thought, should be more. <laughs> honestly, yeah. well, you know, no, but it's cool because I was like, you know, this is going to be a fun situation, actually, because uh, there's going to be a lot of good comedy involved, I think, if I'm the only <laughs> gay guy that shows I mean, yeah. if I'm uh -oh. the only non-gay guy that shows it shows up in this group, you know, I mean, but it's a very, it was a very... Uh, Did you just come out? Because we're I, here. It was a Freudian we're slip. I'm actually, uh, I'm actually, you know, like I said, <laughs> I tried it one time, like I said, yeah, you know, and, um, I mean, it was my thing. Please accept me, man. You know, I mean, like I this said, I'm a breeder. Please don't hate on me. <laughs> no, honestly, it's like uh, I, I, one of my favorite um, radio talk shows is uh, Frosty, Heidi, and Frank. And uh, I have it, no idea what that you don't know is. what that is. It's no. KLOS 95.5. It's like one of the radio stations, basically. And then, like, I, I got to say, like Heidi, inside that show, she's like a lesbian, and she actually. Uh, help me under I've been listening to them for over a decade. It helped me understand just like uh, ill cool. preconceived notions, man, that like as a person, a lot of times it's just non-exposure to, to like a lot of stuff, you yes. know what I mean? And I'm just saying so many like queer people have such great art, man. I think it would be like silly to like, you know, ignore somebody just because of, you know. But anyways, man, let's uh, let's talk. So, so let's talk a little bit more about your. your yeah, art I think just jumping off what you're saying, I think it's really interesting as well how like now that at least in this country and in places like Europe, we're having more acceptance and safety in being ourselves and showing that you're getting a lot more artists that make queerness part of their art and part of their identity, whereas like queer people have been heavily involved in all types of art always. They just haven't necessarily been showing it because you don't feel like you can or you feel like it's going to affect your opportunities or your ability to, to live your life. So that's one thing that I've noticed, um, including in muralism and street art, but in, in all sorts of life, is that people are able to make that part of their identity within their art as well as in themselves, sure. which I think is an exciting thing. And Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's awesome. I just love that, that, that your work really highlights... Um, 
I mean, not not necessarily cisgendered people, but 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 uh, just a real cross section of of all identities. I think within the kind of queer umbrella, right? And, yeah, and I I definitely like try and do that actively. Yeah. Um, like definitely gender fuck is a big part of it. Um, representing uh, parts of the community like trans PSC is a huge part of it. Like yes. I just did a mural out in New York that was um, of peppermint, and it was all like trans is beautiful, resist the system, and then like donated the money for that to Princess Janae Place, which is a charity that works with like trans G GNC uh, POC like homelessness. Yeah. Um, so that felt really good to be able to do that and to actually like uh, I think that's one side of getting paid for stuff is that then we can choose what we do with that money. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that felt good. That's awesome. Awesome, awesome. Thank you for that, man. And like I said, I really like your use of color, man. There's a lot of like Thank you. Jackson Pollock influence, I, I mean, uh, on this side at least, uh, may, maybe like some splatters right here. I don't know if I'm speaking correctly, but. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I see that for sure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. I love color. I'm actually colorblind, which is funny. Really? You're colorblind? Yeah. Not black and white, but yeah, I have a form no, you, of colorblindness. I, you know what? I, I, I actually relate to you on that. I have a little bit of like, I've like bought my fair share of like pink shirts thinking they're like white. You, you know what I mean? I've done that before. Pink is better than white anyway, so <laughs> uh, you I've made done the like, right choice. I've done like some like purple, uh, that, blues that look like purples, you know what I mean? Things like that. So I, I mean... So you do the like Ross, like, it's salmon. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Well, you, you know, but I actually have a friend though that he says he can't see like red and green. So I'm like, what the fuck do you do at the stoplight, man? So... But anyways, that, that's pretty cool. Just hope for the best. <laughs> he goes by like the, the the top bottom or something like that. Oh yeah, top that makes bottom. sense. But what if you're? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for bringing. There we that go. Up. There I we didn't go. Know her. <laughs> Love it, man. Uh, but hey, we got a familiar face right here sitting in the hot seat right here, yeah. little Ricky. Actually, um, listen, you, you want to pass? I'm oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just all of a sudden. We're, we're reaching almost. Uh, we can go over an hour for sure. Let's no, go over. No problem. Okay. Little Ricky, how's it going? Welcome back, man. Hey, it's all good. Man, I saw you at your uh, solo sh solo show exhibition last yeah. time. Wasn't too, that man. amazing? I just it was cool. I tell everybody about that show. I was just so impressed with it. It was a really, really. I was so impressed with yeah, it, Ricky. Yeah, it was just a joy bringing it to. I like thought it's really cool the uh, the stuff that you can actually like. Uh, pose with you know and the yeah. shoes the, the sneakers and then like the shirts and, and then did you like look that. at that thing that was like it was like mounted on the floor you like it was like a viewfinder or something we were looking through yeah it was, was like that? a little peephole yeah with, uh, just a little fake movie of myself so cool yeah. nice and was fun. I, I, i'm kind of sitting behind all this man you know you got this wall right here it's pink okay so it's not <laughs> white. a lot of pink happening <laughs> there you go yeah there you go and uh you know you got this character man i love it. it's like become like a um, you know, something that we see on the street all the time, man. So, uh, you know, we talk a lot, a lot about your art. And if you guys haven't checked out Little Ricky's episode, please uh, go and check it out. Uh, I don't know what number it is, but, uh, you know, we got a whole episode of Little Ricky. But, uh, yeah, you want to talk a little bit about your art, man? Um, yeah, I don't even know where to start. It's pretty... Sheep. Yeah, sheep. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's to me, it's just about really just playing with this idea of being different that w that's all it is yeah last time and i get to drag it up that's all every character i've ever done is pretty much just uh one version of it so i love that you said last time it's kind of like 
when you're a kid, you were playing with dolls, and this is kind of like your older version of yeah. still playing with dolls. Yeah. And then I thought that's really fun. And it, it kind of didn't. Know. It didn't hit me till till a couple of years ago that I realized that even though there's doll images here, that they're all dolls to me. Yeah, yeah, really. definitely. It's just man. me putting on costumes on a one character or one shape of it. Definitely, so. man. That, that's pretty awesome, man. So I mean, um, yeah, man. What, I, li- I like all these, you know. You got any new ones? That any new puns that you got? That you, you got, um, man? I mean, I've been working on this whole. Well, not really. I mean, I've been working on <laughs> Anna on Anna Winter all year. Yeah, that's and true. And that's been like, uh, I just let it take a life of its own. Did you really? watch her masterclass? I didn't, because I think you have to pay for it, right? Oh, I'm sure. So I'm not gonna pay for it. You know, it's funny, man. It's crazy because we had that podcast again. This is I had no idea who the fuck Anna Winters is. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and then all of a sudden I see the masterclass. I'm like, oh shit, this is the guy that that Ricky was talking about. You know, what I, I mean, mean, I get so many people send me, "Have you seen it? Have you seen it?" Like, I feel like now everybody sends me anything. Oh, dude, Anna you, you, you gotta, you gotta. I mean, I don't know if it's okay, but I would totally like torrent that shit, you know. I mean? At some point, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. But watch on Put Locker, man. What you know, and it's good that then just then pay her for the, uh, y- yeah. Y- you know, yeah. In retrospect, I do watch know. a lot of her videos on YouTube, and one thing I learned was that she's just funny to me now. I she's see. She's just I a see. character to to me now. Um, but it'll be over at the end of the year, and then it'll, next year I'll be doing something else. But okay, I'm kind of curious if I'm gonna miss playing with her because it's really kind of in some weird way it's even though I've never met her it's because she's become part of my life in sure, some weird sure. way no it's really cool Teach tells me about that a lot of times too like like I feel sometime. like I'm related to her now like I feel attached to her and even once this year ends and I'm not painting her anymore it's going to be kind of strange not drawing her it's going to uh, be kind of weird I was just going to add as a side note Neely, who runs the gallery here, who we will speak to in a minute, um, did her MailChimp like mass email about the show, about the Streets Are Queer show, and Anna Wintour is on her email list, and so you get this message back, obviously, that tells you who opened the message, and Anna opened the email. Oh wow! Dad. So she may be here tomorrow night. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or it may just be me and drag. No, oh, maybe. No. <laughs> I, I love that. I love that. Don't. Honestly, it's like I learned so much from you last time, uh, you, you know, just about an, another gay icon, man. That you, you know what I mean? And it's it's, it's cool. Um, there are a lot of gay icons, James. <laughs> we should do a show about that sometime. Just gay icons. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, you know, like Elton John and like, uh, you know, Freddie Mercury. I don't know if you've seen those movie biopics. Those, yeah. I mean, those are two of my greatest heroes, man. You, you know, um, definitely I think the Elton John one's better, man. I, I don't know if you've really? seen it. I didn't I, see that one. Actually, I did enjoy it better than. I mean, it's kind of like you know, Freddie Mercury is kind of like a tragedy at the end of the end of the day, well, right? Well, because I, they mean, didn't, I don't think they told his real true story. I think it was. It was kind of just like was, some it, behind the music kind of. Yeah. Kinda, they didn't st- really get into the. Yeah, yeah. Real like the Elton life. John, it was kind of cool. They really got into like. Kind of, but mean, not, not either. They got into the relationship with his father a little bit more. You know what I mean? And also, he's still alive to like yeah. kind of like get the stamp of approval, but. I don't know if it's like because I'm watching it in the theater. Damn, that shit made me cry like four times. The you Elton know? John. Yeah, dude, you know what I mean. Wow. I was. I don't know. I, I. I think I just love his music so yeah. much. Like it, it made me like his music more than I ever did too. Yeah, a lot of people were saying like, that. Like they like the the covers were, were actually quite amazing. Yeah, you know, that guy could. Both of them could really sing. Yeah, I, I mean, um, but uh, anyways, so we have another artist that we. Yes. Want. Uh, yeah, let's let's talk a little bit more to Dusty, who kind of 
jumped oh, in here earlier. Definitely. But uh, hi, Dusty. Welcome this back, is Dusty. Dusty Rebel. We've been trying to link up actually for a while, actually, right? Because uh, so many people have been telling me about this uh, amazing documentary that um, you've been making, dude. I really. And uh, you know about about queer art, basically. You know, and I just want to uh, bring bring you on and have the chance to talk to you, man. Sure. Oh, sorry. And, and you know, obviously, you know a lot about history too. You're able to tell us a lot about the uh, Stonewall riots earlier, so I think. You're the right man to well, document I'm, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> you learn history when you age. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what do you want to know? Uh, so, yeah. I mean, what is, uh, can you give the audience maybe just like a, a little summary about, you know, what is, what is, what, what made you start this documentary process? Uh, you, you know, I mean, what was it that inspired the beginning of the whole? Well, the, the film actually began. Film, yes. Yeah. So it, well, it began as a book. Uh, but then quickly turned into a film. But uh, it actually started around 2014. Uh, Homeride had come through New York and put some work up. And uh, he, so when I found his work, uh, seeing this very stark homoerotic imagery on the street was, was jarring and interesting because you don't see a lot of that. Sure. Um, particularly in New York where work, particularly in that time period, had kind of gotten safe. Mm -hmm. wasn't very political necessarily. Sure. Um, so... That was interesting to me. And then the next two weeks later, I went to Paris and discovered Suriani. So Suriani's a Brazilian street artist. He does these large hand-painted drag queens. Wow, amazing. And so when you see, and this is, this is the size that he puts on the street. This is not just a, oh, a wow. okay. gallery like size. Paint. So his, yeah. his pieces are hand-painted and usually about you know six, seven, eight feet tall. Wow. And the thing about seeing Suriani in the streets was this is uh, in some ways coded, right? If you don't know these drag queens, you may not know that, they're, that it's a queer image. Uh, so thinking about Homo Riot's work and thinking about Suriani's work, where you had one that was really in your face and one where you have to kind of know what you're looking at to know it, mm. kind of made me interested in understanding what else was going on with queer content in the street. So that began the obsession of sort of finding more art artists and by word of mouth collecting names. And then when I discovered that there actually is a pretty rich community of people doing this, sure. um, I started to travel and talk to them, and there's also a rich history of queer street art, but it's completely forgotten and kind of written out. Um, and to me, that's really not just unfortunate, it's kind of well, I egregious. Mean, when we're talking about queer street art, the first person that pops in my mind is like Keith Haring, usually, you know what I mean? Um, I'm just saying, but I'm sure there's so many other artists, basically, that along the way that, uh, you know, have Well, there's, there's beyond, before Keith Haring. I mean, even before sure. Keith Haring, you have uh, what was going on at the piers in New York with Vonorovich and other artists that were going into these abandoned pier spaces and, and painting. Tava uh, was painting large phalluses along the Hudson River. He did huge illegal murals of Gilgamesh and Inkadu with their dicks out right there on the Hudson River. Um, where, in fact, the Circle Line tour would usually tell the tourists to look at New Jersey when they'd go by there, so <laughs> they would... You know what? <laughs> and then, the, because in the, uh, below them were men having sex with each other. It was a cruising area. Mm. So there's a long, rich history, and then you go back to the lesbian... There's lots of lesbian political graffiti going up in the 70s, and then, sure, of course, sure. if you go through the ruins of Pompeii, you'll find queer expressions on the walls. We've you know always what? been here. <laughs> you know, it's funny because, like... Uh, 
I, we used to have a saying that, like, you know, before you tag your name, you you draw a dick on the wall, basically. And now you're kind of adding, like, a different dimension to the whole, like, graffiti, graffiti art game. You know, because how many, you know, dick tags have you seen? <laughs> you know what I mean? I've seen a lot. You know what I mean? Imagine if all those guys are actually, like, gay dudes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> maybe, right? They could be. You, you, yeah? Katsu's really big dick that he just did with the fire extinguisher. Oh. <laughs> Katsu's gay. Okay, just saying. <laughs> we've all. We've I all love that. Up. I love that. Like I said, there's not a lot of information out here, so hey, you can spread as much inf- misinformation as you want. You know, it's about a podcast. <laughs> it's a podcast. Katsu's gay, and we look we look gorgeous. <laughs> uh, I s- stepped away to go to the toilet there, so I don't know exactly what you were talking I about was while I was nice gone. About but you. huh? I was saying nice things about you. Oh, good. But well, I would love for Dusty to. Let's let's do a rundown of because you've been all over the world. You've interviewed and 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 documented so many people around the world who are queer and who are doing street art actively right now. Mm-hmm. Who like let's just name off some people. Who's some? Let's give some shout outs to people. Well, uh, okay. Speaking of dicks, yeah. Um, there's Edith in Copenhagen who paints full subway trains with uh, dicks and assholes with cum spewing out of it. Okay, this and is on Instagram. What's his his tag? Is Bobby uh, Brown? On Instagram, he goes by Bobby Brown Down. He's so cool. Everybody and, should follow him. He's and fucking. I, and I'd like and I'd just I like, like to say, for, uh, without going too long into it, it's not just about painting dicks for ha ha ha. It, they're they're actually. It, the thing I, I want to also, before I go into other names of people, uh, every queer street artist I've talked to doesn't just say, I paint dicks because I like them or ha ha ha. It, queer people think about their existence from the moment they realize that they're different. And so their work is thoughtful and there, it has a, a reason for it that isn't just, um, I mean, you saw that sitting here. There, there's, a, there's a depth to what they're doing. There's a, there's a thought and there's a intention that's beyond just uh, dicks are funny. So Edith sure. in Copenhagen is awesome because he's an illegal graffiti writer who then started making work that is, everything he does is illegal and it pushes the boundaries of, of what is acceptable in public. Um, who else would I want to call out? Uh, there is... Cashink uh, in Paris, but a lot of people Kashink's know her. So She's cool. fantastic. Who's de- constructing gender? And Hugo Girl has done a collab with Cashink. Yeah. Right? awesome. Cashink. Yeah. Yep. Sorry to interrupt. She, no, she's fun. Uh, I just came from San Francisco with Rick Lee, who does residence installations and little potholes that kind of mem- memorialize queer spaces and people. Sure. Um, I've, I've interviewed over 25 people. I've been to this point, I think six or seven countries and 13 cities. Mm. So um, there's a uh, Paul Leshian is in London. Um, he's like really like OG, been around for a really really long time. Um, Aloha, Aloha in Rome, who uh, also does mostly wheat paste. Uh, hand, everything's hand painted that he does. Um, let me think. It's kind of amazing that the, this takes so much time, man, to do right. something like this. This is hand painted, well, and then they're willing. We are to actually talking about a huge piece on the wall right now for the audience here. This is yeah. this is a piece by Suriani, and uh, it's a a beautiful uh, drag queen, like eight feet high. I mean, um, personally, I I prefer street art that is hand painted. I really don't sure. like. I don't really like Xeroxed um, kind of spammy stuff. Sure. Unless. There's certain situations where where I think that's fine, it's but okay, I won't take offense to. No, this. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Yeah, like yeah. Homeride stuff is so okay. fuck. Jesus, okay. someone's right. keeping so Kinkos alive. That's right. I thought today. <laughs> I, I wish I had bought stock in no, no, no. FedEx Kinkos a couple of years ago. But it's not across the board. There's there's a there's a there's a in street art in general. I f- I think that it's gotten very sloppy and and lazy. Um, if I see one more Warhol soup can or a Basquiat crown. It's just uh, a little cliched, or or it leans on celebrity, and it, it's just like it's just a celebrity. Sure. Uh, that kind of stuff. I, I don't have any much interest in that. So that's why I actually one of the reasons I started this project is because it has more depth and there's a there's a something interesting and it's subversive, which is what drew me to street art in the first place. Sure. Awesome. I mean, cool. like I said, you know, I I love it how you said uh, Xerox stuff, but you know what? I, sometimes I I like the uh, uh, one of the reasons why I love your work, Homeriah, uh, is because it's like, it's like, hey, I'm gay, but don't fuck with me, or else I'll kill you, dude. <laughs> you Take know, what I mean? like I kind of is. I can tell just from your attitude. I mean, your art that. Or is, I'll kiss you. you know, yeah, or I'll kiss you. Yeah, you know, not I'll kill you. Like I'll in fuck the, you to it, death. Exactly, I'll fuck you to death or something like yeah. that. You, you know, I, 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 I think that's fucking. It's just like, hey, there's so many different brands of gay. You, you, you know what I mean? And uh, like, like I said, it's just like sometimes as a. As a straight dude, you don't understand that, you, you, you know what I mean? So we're learning a lot here today, guys. I'm going to take care <laughs> of you, James. Uh, I had one more person that I would really love for us to talk to. Um, let's see. This is Neely Shearer. She is the founder, director, owner, uh, woman about town. Um, Hi, Neely. Wearing heroes a re- we trust. Hey. Wearing a really cool... Uh, Vintage teacher shirt, right? Indeed. Nelson Mandela, right here, right. Teach, you're listening. I know you're gonna listen to this later. She's rocking the uh, Nelson Mandela Teach Peace shirt. Yeah, welcome, Neely. Oh, thanks. Pleasure. Thank you. We actually uh, did this together. Like the t-shirts were done about two weeks before Nelson Mandela died. Oh no! So it was okay. Wild. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, you know, teaches. I always say he has so many different portraits, and actually, I'm pushing him to. Uh, he's going to release a book, actually, good, you great. know what That's I mean? Awesome. Because it's about 10 years that he's going to do his uh, history art career, you know, and then it's going to be like a decade of stencils. We're still working on the title, but, uh, okay. you know, he was like, oh, man, I was like, uh, just push him to do it, man. He certainly has enough content, you know, but sure. But anyways, um, yeah, welcome, Neely. Thanks. Yeah. Um, actually, Teacher was one of a really big inspiration to me when I started working with street artists. I He's one of the first artists I actually reached out to when he was starting out. Yeah, we yeah. went out for a coffee. We were like, yeah, let's meet for 20 minutes. And we ended up like four hours it's amazing. chatting. And yeah, it's really cool to see, you know, the progress, I think, for all of us. Of yeah, what definitely. We've all done together, you definitely. know? Definitely. I mean, L.A., we always say, is like one of the uh, hubs of street art in, you know, United States, basically. If you look at it from a global scale, I mean... You know, New York, Miami, and, uh, uh, you know, L.A. all have different flavors, right? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So tell us a little bit about um, In Heroes We Trust. Uh, oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, so we've been in downtown for almost five months. We had a spot in Venice before this. Sure. Um, wanted to kind of switch it up, mm-hmm. see what's going on downtown. I did some other things in other parts of town over on Melrose before, kind of mixing it up around town. Um I started working with street artists around that time that I met a teacher, mm-hmm. and 
What year was this? Like 2010? Uh, th- I, th- I think, yeah. 11? It was around 2009, 10, exactly. Yeah, okay, yeah before okay. we moved to Venice. When, like, Lab Art was there in, like, uh, on, Mel- on, on a Fairfax, basically? Yeah. Yeah, during that period of time? Yeah, right? well, I had a shop over there next to Fred Siegel, okay, actually, okay, for awesome, 10 years awesome. that I closed in 2009. And then I was kind of trying to figure out between, like, being in the fashion side and the art side like what did I what did I wanted to do next and I wanted to kind of focus in on the street art side sure. and then I decided uh, to make the brand in here as we trust and when I moved to Venice kind of combined the two that's awesome one. that's yeah. awesome so I mean have it how have you seen it change I mean the last uh, you've been working with street art in the past 10 years it seems right basically yeah I mean like how's it changed to you I mean it's certainly like it's had its peaks, and then like kind of like it's in, you know what I mean. And then, uh, but there's been a lot of people who get in and they get out, right? Like you know, they're only here for like a few years. And there's guys like Homer Wright that've been doing it for over, you know, a decade now, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, some of the guys you know we worked with too since the late '60s, '70s. So it's really interesting to hear their stories and what they sure, went yeah. through and like what's happening now and that's really what inspired me from the beginning and that's so we came up with the name then heroes we trust for me it was a hero someone once asked me who's your hero and, and so i had to really think for me it's people who follow their passion what they believe in whatever cost that is and i felt for me when i see the work of street artists you know it was people who maybe didn't have a, a voice mm-hmm. and they went out and like did what really meant something to them sure no matter what the costs were like getting arrested or you know and so like it's a similar like when homer wright approached me about doing the show together here it was that same idea of like being who you are and doing it no matter what the costs are right like you have being who, who you are and letting people know like whatever means that what you know was yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's kind of how I came up with that name and the started really getting into working with street artists some time ago. And awesome. It's interesting that you asked me like the difference is like I think we did this uh, thing and during Art Basel with uh, Risk and Scene and London Police where they spoke. So we kind of got like the old school artists with the younger artists talking sure. about the differences and. Like, those guys were like, yeah, we used to go out in the middle of the night, knowing who we were. It was all about going in quick, getting it done. I agree, And yeah. now it's really cool to see the respect that artists, street artists have gotten. And, you know, now it's it was illegal. Like, it was graffiti illegal. Yeah. Street art, still somewhat illegal. But now, like, today you guys went and did some murals, and you got paid for it. Like that it's like welcome like please come and do your art and share your message with people yeah there's it's so cool though i mean nowadays there's like a shared wall spaces you know i know there's a wall melrose like seven five seven five melrose yeah, that of course. there's just a yeah. bunch of like street artists that you know get up there and then like uh i mean uh you know it's always going to create some sort of like territorial issues right you know i mean as things get like as bigger and then there's like less room you know what i mean but it's definitely just like changed quite a bit like i said from the murals time in the 60s and 70s to uh you know graffiti and hip-hop and everything now that we have contemporary mixing it all together man and uh, what i love about it is that it needs the documentation of people like us you know what i mean or else uh, because it's definitely temporary art right yeah so, yeah yeah, yeah, right. yeah and to see you know 
that initial concept of people getting their work out. And I think um, it was David earlier that talked about how many gay artists there are, or street artists, but mm -hmm. never was really known necessarily. Right, But right. that we're at that point now with, with the work you're doing, Homer Wright, and all the artists here in the show, and your idea of doing this is like, that we're in that society now that we're going even next level with it. Like, and people are into it and accepting it and you're having more of a voice. Well, I just think it's important to hold space for, for, for all people, you know, all, all queer identity, um, you know, and, and, and just being visible on the street has always been a really important thing yeah. for me, right? Because it's not, just, it's not just that I'm trying to push my message, but it's more or less that I'm just sharing with people who are seeing it that there are people like me, that there are people like them out there mm -hmm. doing doing this work, that, that nobody's alone, right? Definitely. So, so that somebody can see something that they can relate to and feel like, oh, wow, you know, this is this is my crew, you know, this is my group yeah. um, doing this art, so. Yeah. It's, it's so cool, man. It's so comprehensive, this show, man. There's like quite a few different artists, and I love the I fire, wanna, man. Ah, thanks very much. This, this, uh, this graphic was designed by Ruben Esparza. Just shout out to him. Um, I, I just wanted to run through all the artists that are in the show. Sure, sure, really sure. Quickly. So Let's give so, a little shout out. So we've met some of them uh, today, like You Go Girl. Uh, 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 Jilly Ballistic is, is in the show. Uh, Suriani, we mentioned earlier, who does these really amazing uh, 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 drag queen uh, wheat paste, like giant wheat paste. Uh, Little Ricky, we talked to. David Puck, we talked to. Uh, Jeffrey Chung is uh, in the show. Uh, Xavier Shapani is in the show, really amazing artist. Um, Jeremy Novi, uh, The Postman, Diva Dog, we talked to. Ace Troy from Portland, uh, Blue Dog, Clo. Clo's really cool. I, I wish they were here to uh, to talk to us, but anyway, uh, uh, Katie Bush, uh, Mr. Mahaffey, uh, Nathan Rapport, who has a shop here in LA. By the way, it's called uh, Love Bazaar. It's a like queer kind of witchy shop. It's very cool. I like if anybody that combo, wants to check it out, they check it out. Like yeah, I know it's very cool. Uh, Horn Dog. We talked to uh, Gender Riot, uh, Bipo from DC, uh, Tony DePew, uh, Woke Face. Uh, and uh, and Sick Kid, and I just want to give a shout out to Sick Kid too, who was here last night working like for like three and a half hours, I think. Yeah, we, we uh, got a lot of requests to get him on the podcast, man. Love, so, oh you know. man, he's just like. No, I mean, such he, a we haven't asked. Such a great guy. It, but hopefully, he can come on next season, man. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. Him, no, man. he's yeah. super sweet. He's like, he's he's awesome. But he he stayed here last night and did a did a mural for us. This is really cool. Awesome. Um, anyway, I just you know this is like. This is like our community, our family. We're like getting together, coming out, and like here we are. Sure. And you know, kind of giving, um, you know, giving LA and 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 the world a little taste of uh, what queer street artists. I love it. Do. I love it, man. And uh, how long is this going to be up for? Neely? He's here until December seventh. Okay, um, so we got a lot December of December seventh. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have a lot of events. I think almost every weekend we have an event. Yeah. For instance, this weekend after we're opening on Saturday. Sunday we're doing um, a slideshow and uh, a, a presentation by Dusty is going to talk about his documentary that he's been working on. Awesome, man. Um, after that, we're going to do a you panel. You know so much, man. It's amazing. No, it's yeah. really right there. The panel and yeah, We're going to do a, right? a, a panel discussion after that, which is going to be moderated by Ruben Esparza, okay. who is the founder and director of the Queer Biennial. Okay. Um, and uh, we're going to talk about just the state of queer art right sure. now and also about censoring queerness because this is very important. Um, 
Uh, we are being targeted through algorithms and things like that on social media that a lot of our art and our work is being taken down without anybody actually even knowing what it is. It's just like hashtag queer and they just take it down. Mm. Or, you know. Interesting, uh, you know, because I actually, they, um, one of the social media sites. Yeah. Dude gave me this like little thing. Hey, free promo, ten bucks to do a promo, and I've actually never taken them up on that. Yeah. But it was a photograph of one of the artists sitting right here, and it said, uh -huh. "Hey, promo this photo." And so I was like, "All right, yeah." So I went and did all the things, like, "Okay, get free ten bucks." I picked the day and who I wanted to target and all that. It comes back to me like an hour later, denied. Wow. Yeah. And did they give you any explanation? I mean, they, they don't have to. They, they're no, like, no they always deny it's a my black stuff, box. Man. But it was like, they <laughs> yeah, asked right. me, they like said, here's, we want to promote this. Yeah. Here's 10 bucks. And then yeah. it's access denied. Well, fuck them. Yeah, no, they, always, they literally always deny my, all, all my stuff. It's, I mean, but yeah, it's, I, I have no idea. Why are they denying your stuff? Um, I don't what know. What are you doing, I think it's not gay enough. I'm man. just really. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. I'm just kidding, guys. Uh, uh, but no, you know anyway, what? Anyway, so uh, panel discussion on censoring queerness, and I think that will be really fascinating yeah. and obviously a lot to talk about there. Uh, we're doing a, a queer comedy night, in, a, oh, okay, in a, okay. I think that's November 16th. Yeah, it's it's a night comments. of a thousand queers, so be careful. <laughs> Watch out. 40 comics. Watch your yeah, they're each going to do like yeah. a minute or two. 40 comics will be here in the space. Cool. I thought there'd be a thousand. Well, I mean, it's where there's, you know, 900 and I, something I outside. Like but they'll all be here. Um, yeah. We're trying to get a thousand there. Hey, by the way, I, I, you know what? We got to end on this. Uh, I love your shirt. Oh, no, we, we can go as long as you want, but. Ah, uh, but this it is says Blow Pony. Blow Pony Dance, man. Yeah, no, Blow Pony <laughs> is, um, uh, they're an awesome crew out of Seattle. Yeah. And uh, they throw all kinds of like wild, crazy queer parties. Nice. Shout out to so Blow Pony. Blow Pony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Love those guys. <laughs> all right. So, is there any, any anything else we want to promote? I mean, uh, December seventh, man. I mean, uh, this is going to be here all December seventh is the close. Yes, yeah. that's it's right. The close. Yeah. Closing party. Yeah. Oh, we'll have a party for sure. Yeah. Oh man. We're also doing the after parties. We should mention. Our yeah, we're doing an after party uh, Saturday at Precinct. And an after party after queer, uh, the Night of a Thousand Queers at Redline, where David Puck just did a huge mural at Redline downtown. Um, <laughs> well, actually, you, Homo Wright, and Hugo Girl did some murals just over did at murals Precinct today, today Precinct. where we're going to have the after party tomorrow night. Awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Gays know how to party, man. Dude, I, uh, dude we, you guys know how to party, even, man. Yeah. Seriously. I, I'm a DJ, so I, you know, I always love my you know, gay dancers, man. I mean, Hell yeah. Pack the dance floor. Dude. I love it, man. <laughs> We're going to pack a couple things tonight, you know what I mean? I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> we've really Bring your heels. We've gone there. <laughs> but anyways, uh, th thank you so much for guest hosting today, man. It, it's it was funny. a bunch it was a lot of, fun, of fun, man. Hey, man, you know what? You should have your, you, we should have a Homo Riot podcast on this, your gear. on this station, man. Well, you know, we'll send you a producer, man, and then, uh, and then you know, they can set everything up for you, man. But right, something, man, let's talk, let's talk after it. the show, man. All right? Awesome. Oh, yeah, where can we keep, uh, where can we follow you guys? Uh, um, Homo Riot. Yeah. On uh, Instagram? Yeah. Uh, there is a, uh, The Streets Are Queer also has an Instagram page. Okay. Hashtag okay. The Streets Are Queer. In Heroes We Trust. Yeah, but it's actually Queer Streets on Instagram. Well, no, right? that's the name I chose, but it is The Streets the Are streets Queer. Are queer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you'll queer find it. Queer. Uh, anybody else want to? Yeah. I, I think everybody here is on Instagram, so. Fall In Heroes We Trust Gallery, right? Um, 
Murray, and then all the artists that you All the artists, mentioned. we're going to post them up on cool. the uh, uh, Instagram so you can just e- conveniently follow the links. I want to thank all the artists for uh, jumping on the podcast today. We appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. And, uh, yeah, follow us at PTTP Show and uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, don't leave us anything under a five-star review, though, because it sticks and we can't take it off. So, all right. Anyways, all right. Thank you very, guys very much. Uh, love you guys. Take Thanks, care. Thanks, James. Thank Brittany. Peace. And in the